Hello, everyone. Today we have uh, two incredible women with us. Um, their names are Tamina. She's coming from New York City, originally from Pakistan, and Emily, who is in uh, Belfast, Maine. They both have been and still are participants in the claimed program, and they're here today with us to share their story. And before this recording, we actually started a recording um, and we had some technical issues. So I'm going to bring everybody back to speed so that Tamina and Emily don't have to repeat themselves a hundred times. Um, before we stop recording because of tech issues, uh, Tamina was sharing with us that you know, her situation was that um, she was going from a situationship to a situationship, attracting mostly unavailable men, and where she was stuck with men, where men were basically, you know, it was the same pattern of uh, go to a party, see hot guy, connect with a hot guy, and then somehow get involved with hot guy. That that would lead to nowhere. That would lead to no emotional intimacy, not being a girlfriend, and just being stuck in this pattern of, as we call it, situationship. And um, you also mentioned to Mina that you were like, well, you know, there's some, there must be something within me because I'm the common denominator and you're really trying to figure it out. You also said that your, your relationships with women were not as great and that you have been doing work in the past, like personal development growth, that was obviously pu pu pulling you or pushing you forward, but there's something missing. And I asked you what has been missing to me. And you said, you know, you've done therapy, you've done landmark. You've done business accountability coaching and it was all about controlling your thoughts and thus controlling your reality and making this happen and all that. And I asked you what was missing. And you said that for you, really, what was missing is that deep touch with your feminine self, with your femininity, with who you are as a woman and a sense of community. Like you mentioned that here in Claimed, um, we have an incredible community of women where you come in, come out and you're always welcome. There's a lot of your words, guidance and patience, accountability, and also a lot of gentleness. Um, and that's what's missing from a lot of personal growth. And I then commented that, you know, yeah, I agree, because a lot of the personal growth work today is all, it, it, it feels very masculine. It's like, let's think about this. Let's create a to-do list. What should I say? What should I do? Instead of letting women be and giving them the tools and the guidance to breathe and to move and to explore and rediscover themselves, right? There's a whole module in the claim program called Rediscovering Your Womanhood or Femininity. So that feminine expression, you said, right, which is coming out day day by day within your journey. So uh, did I miss anything, Tamina, before we move on to Emily? That was great. You got it. Cool. All right. Awesome. So, Emily, we're going to move on to you. And I think with you, you said that your situation before joining Claim was this one guy. And this is so common. You have no idea how many women jump on a discovery call or, or tell me, like, I joined Claim because of this one guy, right? There's <laughs> always this one guy. So tell us about the one guy and where have you been before you joined Claim? Sure. Yeah. Well, it really wasn't, you know, the one guy was really like the last straw. <laughs> I had already been listening to your content, like on your podcast, and um, reading some of your articles, listening to some other like relationship advice, and starting to apply some of that and just see if that would improve my experience dating because I was on dating apps at the time and had just gotten out of a relationship and was like, ready to approach dating. I was like, I was like ready to date. And then I ended up um, seeing this one guy the most and having some other like dates that were very confusing for me but this was like all after a summer of just feeling excited to be like trying new things some of the things I was like reading and learning about 
But yes, there was this one kind of like breakdown point. I remember just falling to one of my best friends. It just feels like I can never like do anything right. It's like no matter what I do, I feel so lost. Either I have to like abandon myself or it just like hurt my head like figuring out how to handle the situation he shows up in some ways but he doesn't in other ways I am so confused like why does this feel so shitty I just felt utterly utterly lost and it also I think was how I felt in my life in general always using my head to like figure out what to do and it just felt terrible 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 I was like I need help so Hmm. Thanks. Thanks for sharing that. I, oh, so, so was this the moment, Emily, where you were like, I need help. And so you've been listening to my podcast and you're like, all right, I guess Sandra <laughs> Rova knows something. So tell me about that. Like how'd you sign up on the discovery call? And uh, yeah, I think, yeah, I had already been listening to your content. And I think probably at that point I had already watched webinar master webinar yeah. yeah I had already watched like the hour hour long webinar so I think it was kind of like there for me and yeah then I was like okay I need to sign up for a discovery call and and, and get help with someone mm-hmm. and I it was also after like watching all of the testimonials from other women you know I'm glad to be here on the other side it's pretty cool to be here on the other side of it now because that's really what legit like look at all these women clear you can just tell like that wow people really go through transformation here they seem happy and healthy so yeah good yeah, yeah. well I'm glad you're on the other <laughs> side too it's, it's pretty <laughs> surreal isn't it like sometimes yeah. I ask women like would you like to come on the podcast they're like oh my god you know like oh I've been listening to all these women and now I'm here yeah it's it's pretty unbelievable right like I really deeply feel when women join the program and there's hope there and you kind of like sitting there fingers crossed that that can happen for me you know mm-hmm. what I mean and it's unbelievable and you're like can it happen for me well yeah it happens with other women actually I want both of you I invite both of you to speak to that because we get so many of these we call them objections right where women are like well great it happened for like I'm sure women will be listening to your stories be like well great it happened for Tamina it happened for Emily but it's probably not going to happen for me because obviously there's doubts because there's investment involved, there's time involved, there's something new, like you're scared, like there's all this, all these things are coming up for you. So I want I want both of you to speak to that moment where did you have any doubts or was it like, sure, whatever, because every woman is different. But Emily, I feel like for you, it was like, oh man, all these women are legit. Did you have any d- doubts or like, will it happen for me? Because I know, like from my experience, there have been 550 plus women who've been through this experience. Every journey is totally different. Like I know that if a woman does the work and commits, transformation will happen. A hundred percent. And dare I say, for every woman, although this is a huge promise and I like to under promise over deliver, but I truly, truly believe that. And it doesn't you know, for some women it happens fast and they commit and they just go, right? For for some women, they need a little bit more guidance. They need a little bit more commitment. They need to show up on calls and ask the uncomfortable questions, be in the hot seats. You know, some women don't even attend the coaching calls and things happen for them. So, of course, there is this like 1% chance that it might not work. But like to me, that's not only a reality. Like in my reality, I will work. Like obviously, if you show up and ask me questions, I will work with you until my deathbed to help you see what I see to help you see what's possible, to help you commit, to help you do the work, right? Because I feel like, I feel like 
that's the hardest thing to actually do the work. So, yeah, what what would you say to that? So let's start with Emily and then Tamina, if you have any thoughts. Yeah, I think I didn't really have any fears in terms of like, will this work for finding my man? Because I honestly signed up for the program to help myself. I just like was feeling so low and so confused. I was honestly, what attracted me was seeing the women talk about how it just benefited their lives as individuals, not even necessarily because they found the most amazing partner. I mean, that would have just been like the cherry on top. I was working with like bigger issues of not even trusting myself to like make decisions or like know how to approach situations. I also didn't have a fear around like, will I be able to transform myself because I needed it. This is going to happen because I need it. Mm, so there's that conviction right from the beginning. Yeah, cool. I, I'm actually the same. I think, you know, a lot, we attract a lot of women who are like me because I'm like, well, if I put in the work, you, there's trust within me. But some women, for some reason, unexplainable maybe, you know, there's something in them like, well, what if it doesn't work for me? You know, um, Tamina, what, what, what was your experience with this? Did you have any doubts or kind of the fears? Um, I would say my feeling is very similar to Emily's. There's like tons of coaching programs out there. So when I find something that resonates with me, I'm like, this is it, right? Like I'm a firm believer of like when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. And it was pretty quick for me. I don't think I even watched your masterclass before. I, I think I signed up for the discovery call and then I watched the masterclass because I was like, this is what I need. I, I'm going to do it. And similar to Emily, I didn't come into it being like, oh, I'm going to find this man or that wasn't my overarching goal. I want to learn about myself. I want to learn about how I'm showing up in the world. The whole idea of the flow and the surrender and the being and not the doing. I was like, what is this magic this woman is talking about? I like have no idea how it works being in the flow and the real the like leaning back and the re relaxing relaxing in your body and listening to your body that was just like the magic to me that was like the sparkles that's what I want that's how I want to feel and my fear really came um you know I think I'm still uncovering beliefs and like traumas and layers and just things that I've taken on and internalized and I think it wasn't a doubt and like Am I ever going to find the right man? It was more just like, oh, God, give me the strength to do the work and go deep and actually like, you know, confront the shadow. And and I mean, you know, having the support of the group again and Anna, like your leadership and your coaching style, like is something that really, really continues to resonate with me. And I think that's what gave me the strength to continue to go deeper to this day. So I think my 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 moment of like hesitation came when I was just like really starting to uncover the limiting beliefs and and the depths of the the what the trauma and all of that was where I just like felt a little bit unsure of myself. Mm, got it. Thanks for sharing. So let's continue with you, Tamina. Um, I'm actually curious. How would you describe to other women? Because uh, you said you know the community and then my leadership and coaching style continues to resonate with. Like, how would you describe that? And I guess. What really resonates and works for you in that? Um, you know, I think something that you mentioned, radical self-responsibility. Um, you know, I think to me that resonates the most. And I think for me, it's so liberating. You know, radical self-responsibility can be confronting, but it's also very liberating to be like, 
oh no, it's how I'm showing up in the world that's attracting this or that to me or these events or experiences or people. And to me, I think that is really liberating and I get excited to get into that work. And again, I would say, you know, I I kind of see you as like a, a like a no bullshit coach also, you know, and like, but again, while being very gentle and patient. So I think I really, really appreciate like, and I feel that with a lot of women in the community as well, there's like a very real, it's like real um, and will hold you accountable, but with a lot of gentleness and compassion and grace and uh, the liberty to show up as the woman that you want to be. Um, and I had a lot of beliefs around like, like, you know, I think a lot of women in claimed have said like, oh, all the other women have femininity figure out, figured out. It's just me. I just don't have that like femininity gene or whatever. And I think just showing up in my femininity in the way that feels good in my body has truly been so liberating and continues to be because that's something I'm still learning and exploring. I love that. The femininity gene, right? Like I already imagined the title for this episode being like, do you have the femininity gene? Question mark, you know? And uh, yeah, I've seen so many women go through this. And obviously I have gone through this myself uh, so many times. And my belief is that every single woman has that. Um, And every single human has that because femininity, yes, of course, it's intrinsic to us as women because biologically we're women. But we talk about energies, right? Like the feminine energy, the masculine, that's also present in men. And so all humans can access that. Obviously, we as women have, I think, just um, a much more direct connection to that, that we can access and feel, you know, and it lands in our bodies. But every woman and every human has it. It's just a matter of like taking the time to actually ask the right questions and sit with that and feel and get into your body and all of that. So let's continue with you, Tamina. I'm curious. Well, for both of you, the question um, that I want to ask is, what were the two to three biggest aha moments um, for you in in the program? So Tamina, you mentioned that there was a little bit of resistance or like, I guess, fear around um, limiting beliefs and releasing that. Maybe you want to talk about that. But in general, if you look at, at your whole journey in the program, especially because we know your stories and where you started. So I'm really curious if you could talk to that. Uh, so two to three biggest aha moments. And to me, now let's start with you. I think I'll give an example um, for listeners. Like, you know, I, I've said quite a few times of like, I felt like I wasn't feminine enough or feminine in the right ways. I'm 33 years old now. And I think around when I was like 27, I was just like, oh my God, where is this like biological plot that all the women talk about that I'm just like not feeling the pressure for, right? Like didn't really have a desire to like be get pregnant and birth or like this idea of marriage in a traditional sense never really resonated with me. And I, and I, you know, I come from a culture where getting married and having babies is the thing that women do. Um, And I felt like there was something fundamentally wrong with me as a woman um, that I didn't want those things in the traditional sense. Um, and spent probably like several years feeling a lot of shame and anxiety and panic around that, like, like, I don't have that desire, like, what's wrong with me? And I think, you know, the beautiful thing about being claimed and being in this community of women is I really got to be feminine in my own way, that it's, there's nothing less feminine about me just because I don't desire to be pregnant and birth children. So I think that was huge like a weight lifted off of my shoulders and I was like oh I can just be this woman in this way that wants to live this life and not judge others for what they want and not feel judged for what I want or don't want 
Um, so I think that was huge. And this I continue to work on in all this, you know, the situationships I was in. And I was like, oh, these men are emotionally unavailable. I was emotionally unavailable. You know, I was closed off in ways that I wasn't willing to look at or didn't have the tools to look at. And I think that was another big moment where I was like, oh, wow, it's also me. Like, you know, um, it's not just the men that are emotionally unavailable. Right. Yeah. So it's, it's me that's the jumping off point that's emotionally unavailable. Therefore, all these men in my life, I would say those are my two biggest ones. I'm sure I have more, but I think, I think those like pretty much encapsulate my biggest takeaways to date in, in what I've been saying about like the freedom to express femininity in a way that feels good to me in my body. And then also that idea of like radical self-responsibility and how is it that I'm showing up attracting these people to my life? Yeah, I love that. I, um, you know, I think a lot of that whole femininity, be feminine, whatever uh, today is very prescriptive and dogmatic. It's like, oh yeah, you know, you got to wear dresses and you got to wear pink and you got to want babies and you got to birth babies and stuff like that. Yeah. Along the lines, you know, I've also played with these ideas and stuff, but now after having so much experience and so many women and going through my own journeys and transformations, uh, really femininity is what you want it to be, you know, and then how you want to feel as, as a woman. Because, you know, a lot of women are like, I've gotten a lot of messages from women who are like, oh my God, if I go through this transformation, will I like lose my job, stop being assertive, stop being ambitious, you know, like everything's going to crumble down. And I'm like... Hey girlfriend, before we continue with this episode, I wanted to jump in real quick and share an important message for you. There's a lot of advice out there about dating and relationships, books, experts, and gurus, and even your granny has a surefire way to succeed in love. And most of it is complete BS. Well, maybe not so much granny's advice. As you may or may not know, I run a transformational 10-week group coaching program called Claim, just like the podcast, that has helped hundreds of women around the world completely change their dating reality with men, where they go from being frustrated and burnt out to actually enjoying dating and starting to attract some amazing men, men who stand strong in their masculinity, who are confident, who court and pursue you and plan and organize and pay for dates, but who are also emotionally available and are ready and willing and again, available for relationship with you. And I've developed this program with one thing in mind, that you already have everything you need to attract the man in the relationship of your dreams. You don't need to change who you are. You are not broken. You just need to make a few key shifts and they all start from the inside. If you're ready to feel that kind of excitement, ease and joy in dating and relationships that so many of my clients have experienced and me myself, as you know, I have attracted my masculine men and now have a family with him. I have an invitation for you. Work with me and my team to get on the fast track so you can start seeing big changes in your life ASAP. Go to claim.com apply to sign up for your free, no catch discovery call or short interview with a member of my team. This will be your chance to experience our approach firsthand and to ask any personal questions you might have about the program and whether this is a good fit for you. It's also going to be our chance to see if we would be a good fit for you because we're not in this and I'm not in this for a quick buck and we don't work just with anyone. We're committed to your success and we want to make sure we can help you to achieve it. The good news is that dating and relationships doesn't have to be this hard. So if you don't want to wait around any longer wondering where are all the good men, if you need an urgent change and are open to receiving personalized help and guidance and want to invest in yourself, then apply for this 
no catch. There's nothing that you need to give us. It's just a free discovery call for you. So you can see whether this is a good fit for you and so they can work on this together. So go to claimed.com slash apply. This will take you to a calendar where you can book your call, answer some short questions, and then we shall see you on the other side. All right, now back to the episode. And I'm like, no, it's just giving you the tools to really express and discover who you are behind all of those layers. And I guess the really big, strong muscles that we have, as women ha- had to develop to survive to succeed or whatever in that masculine sense and energy but you know there's quite a few women in our group who do not want children and that's okay um you know of course there is some connection to the feminine energy in birth and children whatever but it doesn't it doesn't have to be we as women we can access all of these through through our bodies and through the different tools of creativity and life creation, all of that. So thanks for sharing that. And of course, the mirror principle. It's really interesting when we just start to ask this question, well, you know, how am I participating in this? And what is my role that I have played in this dynamic? Then a lot of things are coming to the surface. So thanks for sharing, uh, Tamina. What about you, Emily? What were your two to three biggest aha moments? And by the way, Tamina, I've en- I've really enjoyed watching you grow and develop and blossom into the woman that you are today. Same thing for Emily. Uh, you know, every woman comes to the podcast, like I see your journey and I see your story and um, it's so inspiring and it's actually such a privilege for me to to, to, to watch this. And it's, it's not me, it's not the program, it's actually the women, it's you we're actually doing the work because without you doing your feminine flow every day and like showing up on the calls and in the group like this wouldn't this wouldn't be a thing so um yeah so thank you for showing up and doing the work so what about you emily what were your two three biggest aha moments yeah how i went into the program which is that like it's really not about the men (laughs) really it's really not like if we don't love our lives if we don't love ourselves if we don't expect good things for ourselves if we don't respect ourselves if we don't if we're not in touch with what we want if we're not cutting out time for pleasure every day how can we possibly expect to find those things in a relationship so that was huge that was huge and that that's where I started I was like I don't need to worry about the guys right now I just need to like worry about me loving my life. <laughs> that was the first one. And then I think the second piece was uh, the wild woman and and really my relationship to pleasure. Am I am I really like creating space for pleasure in my life? Like am I really working through these old stories that are just like creating blockages within me and old patterns? Am I really creating pleasure so that like eventually someone else can give me pleasure? Like, do I even, like, is my body even receptive to that? Like in general? So um, very specifically, sorry to interrupt yeah. you. Can you give mm-hmm. us some examples? Uh, Cause you know, when we talk about pleasure in a wild woman can feel like very kind of here in the head and whatever. And so how, what is something very specific that let's say you realized you started doing and this whole idea of like giving myself pleasure and putting myself for, I love that you said, you know, if we don't love our lives and ourselves, like that's my worldview, right? Like first become that woman who you want this ideal man. So, okay, think about the ideal man. And what does this ideal man want in a woman? And the question is not really how can you become that? 
but how can you become your own unique, authentic expression of that? Because tr trying to become someone that men will love, which I think that a lot of this work I see some other people do is like, well, become that, but also make sure that that is actually who you truly are. Um, and actually, if you just keep being you, the most authentic, raw, vulnerable expression of your feminine self and who you are, uh, while breaking down all those barriers of intimacy and, you know, emotional availability, all of that stuff, then the men will just be like bees to honey because men are inherently attracted to the feminine, masculine men, obviously. So, so you, have you got some examples, uh, very yeah. practical yeah. things? Yeah, I mean, probably one of the most cut and dry things is that literally during my flow practice, like I will, I will verbalize to myself, like I welcome pleasure into my body. I literally had to like rewire part of like myself that, you know, like even interpreting like back pain, for example, like rewiring that, not have that be like the thing that like my, my brain and my experience like only registers that. Um, so like actually just like intentionally creating space for that. I think just being a lot more honest with myself about what actually brings me pleasure, um, which means a lot of times saying no to things, saying no to more things so that I can say yes to other things, which for, you know, for me, it's like taking a bath or like spending time outside or um, just like literally sitting down with a cup of tea and then sometimes saying no to bigger things. Like when I get invited into like projects or like to go do things with friends, it's like really being honest with myself. And I think probably being okay with like letting other people down because if I'm not prioritizing my own pleasure, what's even the point of like saying yes to these things. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I mean, se sex too, you know, like I've, I've had to work through some stuff around intimacy and sex and really, really watch what my brain is doing during moments of intimacy. I uh, watch what my heart and my brain and my body are doing. And that's like deep work of rewiring, you know, coming from experiences of either trauma or just like patterns that don't really serve me, but like really making sure that like I am staying as present as possible. Like when I'm in a safe situation with something that like, you know, really like should be bringing me pleasure. Just making sure that like I'm really taking the time to register that in my body. Like this is a good thing that's happening right now. Like, so presentness, mm. maybe I would, maybe that, maybe that would just be like being present. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Presentness and pleasure. I'm so happy you leaned into that. Yeah. So my last question to both of you is uh, where are you at now? So obviously you talked a little bit about where you have been, what have been your biggest aha moments, and then where are you at now? So Emily, for you, this one guy and you're like, who what was the last straw and you, you cried with a girlfriend and you're like, shit, you know, this is the breakdown moment where um, I can never do anything right and confused and utterly lost. And um, like you described, you use very poignant words, my heart feeling terrible. So where are you at now? Like have how has your reality shifted and changed? And of course, I'm going to ask both of you about your reality with men and how has it changed um, after going through the program? Right. Um, everything has changed. <laughs> everything has changed for myself. <laughs> I would say every day I love my life a little more and that feels amazing. I feel so much more clear about like who I am and what I want and how I want my life to feel and the story that I tell myself in order to get myself there. And then it's specifically in terms of men. After working on my own life, work, you know, I've worked on my relationship with men in general. 
trusting them, expecting the best from them, understanding like why they are the way that they are and, and what they give and what they contribute and just really having a respect for men in general and like going out into the world with faith in them and an openness and just like playfulness and flirtiness that like I like to have in my life in general, everyone, men and women, but it's not like around men. I'm like all like, oh God, like something bad is going to happen or like can't trust you or like fuck you or anything. So openness. And then um, through that, um, actually just like two weeks ago, um, I said yes to an amazing guy who I've been seeing for um, uh, a few months now uh, to being his girlfriend. So like, it's like... Women always drop these bombs, you know, during my uh, interviews with them on the podcast. I'm like, what? <laughs> you know, because I'm always like, share in this Facebook group, share on the calls. Who's got an I Got Claim story? Emily, this story has to be shared in the group, please. It will be. <laughs> okay, great. When yeah. you come to the calls, please share with women. But wow, congratulations. I mean, this Thank is you. pretty amazing. And, and like I tell everyone, this is not the goal um right Man. and obviously this is like a huge moment of celebration yeah. and emily again you've done so much work on yourself i've seen you join all the coaching calls asking all the questions you know like all of that and sharing in the group like just witnessing your journey has been so amazing and no wonder that you've attracted a, a beautiful man into your life having that mindset of i trust men you know i expect the best of them and respect and have faith and play and flirt and when you have that mindset and you hold that and you embody that men can't help themselves but rise to the occasion i've seen it so many times time and time again if you are expecting men to disappoint you to let you down to whatever that's what you're going to be seeing and attracting because you're going to be obviously always looking for evidence. So amazing news, Emily. And why I say this is not the goal is because the goal is always you and your wild woman and the work always continues. Like it continues for me, even though I'm married with children, you know, and I personally know and feel like this is the the, the secret, so to say, or the key to not only obviously, this is where the work actually begins. You've attracted a man and then from then on, it's going deeper. And continue to do the work so that that union and that polarity can be main, maintained and, and sustained. Amazing, Emily. Thank you so much. And last but not least, Tamina, where, where are you at now? Have you broken the pattern of situationships? And what is your current dynamic with men? Um, yeah, I have totally broken the pattern of situationships. I'm having the most fun dating. Uh, I just, you know, similar to Emily, just like enjoying being flirty and fun and feeling safe around men, feeling safe in my body, uh, feeling safe enough to let my guard down. And I'm really, yeah, I think in every date I go on, I just, I'm learning a little bit more about myself and what I like and what I don't like and um, who, what kind of man I want to be, would want to be in a relationship with. Um, so on that front, I'm, I'm just having a lot of fun. I've kind of let go of this like heaviness and this expectation of like, there's some milestone that I have to get to by a certain time. Uh, and just seeing what shows up and continuing to learn about myself through that. Um, and I think that's really the most exciting part of dating for me right now is like, how much deeper can I get into learning about myself and what I want and like seeing how I feel and like, okay, what are still my triggers? Like, what are ways I'm still withholding in terms of emotional availability or, or even in other ways? So 
I'm just, I'm really, really enjoying that process. I'm staying curious and open. And, you know, I think one of the things that I've also learned from this program is giving men chances. Uh, I was not someone who gave men chances at all in the past. Um, but now I really am. And again, even that is like, honestly, uh, at the deepest level, it just feels like it's for me. I give men chances not to do them a favor, but just it's it's for me to explore. Like, where am I being too rigid? Where can I give give lead back a little bit more or be a little bit more flexible or be in my feminine and let go of expectations. So that's where I'm on that front. But again, similar to Emily, like I feel like I'm falling madly in love with my life every day, just getting to know myself and get like owning what I desire um, and like owning that I have desires around certain things, even just the way I want to live my life, the kind of apartment I want to live in, the kind of work I want to do. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think uh, I'll just share a little bit of a little bit of a snippet. You know, this wasn't I wasn't expecting to do this through this program, but I was running my business full time when I joined the program and I was working so hard and I was hustling so hard. And then I had a moment I was like, why am I working so hard? Why? Like, this is great. I love doing this. And I this is like, you know, my life's journey. I have a very uh, mission oriented business and I'm going to continue doing this. But I was in this intense time crunch and in this hustle mode where I was like I have to do this and I have to do this for myself because no one else is going to do it for me and I was like chill like I just it's not I'm just I'm gonna like you know to me it was like I'm gonna get go back into the safety of a job and be really clear on the kind of work that I want to do and get a paycheck and just that felt so good to own I was so against that because I felt like I had to be in this hustle and grind mode um, but it's just helped me to just relax in a lot of areas of my life. I've just leaned back hard and it's so good. Um, and it's just, um, yeah, I think it, there's been an impact in all areas of my life. Um, and with men, I am just, I I feel really good about the woman I'm showing up as in these interactions and the kind of fun that I get to have and how I get to learn about myself and other people other and men in the process and big time feeling safe in my body around men like when when before in the past when men would flirt with me here and there I would just be like what do you want like back off I don't know this is creepy but now I'm just like hey like I can flirt and then I can walk away and you can buy me a drink and there's no expectations and you know so it's just it's been fun I'm enjoying it mm, oh my gosh I love everything you're saying and I think Oh, and, you know, obviously to me, and I'm so proud of you because I do remember our conversations and coaching calls and your shares and, you know, and it's all, it's not all rainbows and unicorns, right? For both of you, for, I think for all the women who do the work, it's not like, la, 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 amazing, right? It's, it's a, it's a, it's a journey and it's a journey of transformation and it requires you to get out of your comfort zone. And so challenges are expected and, and hurts are also expected. But one thing that stood out to me from everything you're saying uh, specifically is that it, when dating has become a playground of exploration and of seeing where else and why is this triggering me? So most women who join the program and who are still in that going through the program, or I'd say most women, it's like a man does something, let's say that you don't like or whatever, you know, either he like send you a text message on a dating app or he didn't organize it. So what women do, you know, and I've been there myself, is like first is react and say, what the hell? You know, like this is not okay. And then 
push, defend stuff like that and then make a story in your head and it's like, no, 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 no. And then go talk to all the girlfriends who are like hating on men and we have a pity party and it's like the world is, you know, ending and stuff. As we go through this process, first of all, I love that it has become fun for you. And then also I always say, you know, dating is where the rubber meets the road. So you're doing all of this work and then you're going out there to see well, let me see what, what, what else can I attract? What am I going to attract now, right? And if you keep attracting, still keep attracting men who are like not organizing your dates properly, not showing up in the way that you want to. Well, I guess, well, pattern, hello pattern. Let me go back. What is that about, right? Like where else can I lean back and can I expand and can I take self-frantical responsibility? Where else can I set up my boundaries with men and community? Oh, I haven't communicated with him right? What I want. Haven't said no. Haven't said, hey, you're a great guy, but this doesn't work for me, right? So it's a constant process of iteration, like quality assurance until you get to the point where you you like what you're attracting and then you just keep doing that. So it's kind of like this dance of going back and forth and getting really curious about, um, yeah, I, I think you, Tamina, you have such a healthy mindset that is so rare around dating and obviously like all the women who go through this process and I always say if dating is exhausting not fun and you're drained by it like don't date like do yourself and all the men a favor like no (laughs) you know like there needs to be some work done so you so you get excited about men of getting like what you said right like oh yeah hello you know leaning in and he's buying you a drink absolutely no fucking expectations you're taking that drink you're flirting and if you're not vibing or whatever you give men chances, but you're great getting to know you. Goodbye. You know? So, yeah, I, I think what you just said, that attitude is so mature, so healthy, and so empowered. Uh, like you, you sound like you're a woman in your power when dating. And I would obviously, like, why the way, why I'm doing this work is I would love to see all women in the world date from that place because it's such a beautiful an empowering place to date rather than sitting there in your pity party and asking yourself why he didn't call, right? And well, if you're asking yourself this question now, you're gonna, you know, keep pointing the fingers back at you and saying, yeah, why he didn't call, right? Let me, let me dig an excavate. So let's finish um, now, ladies. I'm so grateful that you came to share your story. Everyone else listening to this podcast interview, and if you're inspired and curious to know more, Highly recommend, of course, you first watch my uh, signature masterclass that's at claim.com slash training. It's less than an hour training that's going to walk you through all the steps that we're working through in the program that need to be done in order for you to achieve what Tamina and Emily and where they are now. And of course, if you're ready and if you watch my masterclass, listen to my podcast a thousand times and maybe right now you're this with one guy who broke your heart and you're like Emily, bawling your eyes out and you're like, what do I do? I don't understand and you're ready to take the next step, then um, apply and sign up for a free discovery call at claim.com slash apply. And then um, you'll get on a call and then perhaps you'll join and get started and join Tamina and Emily in our amazing community and program. All right, Tamina, uh, Emily, thank you so much. Uh, I'm going to say goodbye here. I really appreciate your time, your energy, and we'll see each other on the inside. Thanks so much, Anna. Thank you. All right, beautiful woman, 
thanks for joining us today. If you enjoyed what you heard, be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss an episode. And please, please leave a review. This is super helpful for me, for the podcast. And this is a time to give back, to leave a review, share this episode with your girlfriend who really wants to hear it. You can also find me on Medium and YouTube at Anna Rova, where I share pretty much very similar content and where we change the world one embodied woman at a time. All right, I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you for being here with me today.